Welcome to Utah Famous, a podcast about the people, places, and history that make Utah so unexpectedly awesome. I'm Sarah. I'm a Utah transplant with Canadian roots. And I'm Jordan, and I'm a Beehive State native. Hey, Jordan. Happy Halloween, (laughs) Sarah. Happy Halloween to you and yours. (laughs) We've been a little behind on our Halloween episodes last year we really hit yeah. them all hard and oh yeah this yes. year I've been in the spirit I just had so much more going on I don't know and yeah yeah I'm, I'm glad we're we finally we got two we got two Halloween episodes coming up yes we're gonna sneak them in before the month is over <laughs> <laughs> yes. hopefully hopefully yes how have you been I am well uh, have you decorated for Halloween? Is it a big thing in your neighborhood? It is getting bigger as uh, more families move in with younger kids. Uh, we definitely, we have a couple houses with like the giant skeletons that are super in right yes. now. They're like as yes. tall as the house. Um, We have a really cute, like really cute, like older um not old, like vintagey style, like ghosts in the trees or like the witches hats, and yes. it's fun. Like wh- who does gory and who does uh, cutesy? <laughs> yes. Ours is definitely cutesy. Do you have like your porch yes. decorated? We yeah, we're we lean cutesy as yeah. well. Um, the house directly across the street from us has multiple large skeletons. Um, and I feel like every day they add something new, but I feel like the street just above ours is like Halloween street really in our neighborhood. And so like the pressure's on, you gotta, For sure. you, you gotta decorate, um, or, or you're just not, or get out of there. Cool. You're not cool. <laughs> Might as well move at least a few streets away. What is the but. HOA rules on Halloween decorations? <laughs> I, I don't know. Okay, I that's good. If you don't you know, then they, they can't them. be <laughs> yeah. crazy. I, I'm not super aware, but I hope it's that you have to take them down November first, because <laughs> I hope it's they have to go I'm up October first, and yeah, then they have to go down November first. <laughs> yes. They you have, have to, to have be down. Something. I wish that was a rule, but that's not. But, um, it was really cute. Yeah. We were driving around the other day and. My four, almost five-year-old, Lawrence, was um, in his seat, and he was like, every time, you know, we're driving by houses, and he's like, that that house isn't haunted, that house is haunted, that one's not haunted, that one's haunted, you know, and I, <laughs> what? And I was like, what, what, or no, I said, is our house haunted? And he said, yeah. And I was like, it <gasps> is? What is it, what does haunted mean? And he said, decorated for Halloween. <laughs> Uh, okay. Phew. So, you know, any house wipe, that had... Wipe the sweat off. I, yeah, I was ready for, like, a sixth sense, uh... Yeah, yeah. Uh, what am I trying to say? Uh, like revelation. people? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a sixth sense revelation where he'd be like, I can tell who, <laughs> which house is haunted. <laughs> yes. But that's oh. all right. So, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna go with that. If it's yeah. decorated, it's yeah. haunted. That works. 
So um, speaking of haunted, are you are you ready for my spooky episode? <laughs> I'm ready, Sarah. Give me the spookiest Sarah episode you can give me. It's not going to be. Well, you know, after I'm last year and mild. Daniel's scary episode. Oh my gosh, these ones are so mild. And you're welcome, these are everybody. A walk you're in, welcome in the park. Yeah, yeah, yes. So this for this episode, I decided. I don't know. I was Googling a bunch of stuff and we asked our listeners what they wanted to hear. Um, But I came across a story um, about a ghost on a university campus. So I was like, I'm going to Google like ghost stories from campuses in Utah. And so I came up with four uh, universities and their ghost stories. So... Cool. If you, yeah, kind of different. But if you are a student at any of these places, just, you know, be on alert. Yeah, get a um, picture. Because, I mean, ghosts don't just come out at Halloween, folks. They, they're always there. They, yeah. So, it's 3 a.m. is when they come out. <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> so, the first university we're going to cover is, so I'm going to go geographically north to south in the state of Utah um, is USU, which is Utah State University in Logan. Mm -hmm, Heard it. And, okay. Okay. These stories are from an article in the Utah State Today by Catherine Lambert. Came out in October 2014. So, here we go. Okay. Oregon music drifting from inside Old Main which I think is like a, it's a building and it has a clock it's tower. A yes. It's a building. I've heard <laughs> about camp. it. Don't okay. care. No, I'm just kidding. That's cool. Okay. <laughs> it's an old building. So, so organ music drifting from inside mm. Old Main or piano music echoing through the Kane Performance Hall may indicate the presence of two musicians still practicing for performances that will never be. There's a little, a talent pianist would often play Rhapsody in Blue on the grand piano in the college auditorium. Mm. However, a USU special collections report, the local legends of Logan, Utah, tells how little died of a rare unnamed disease before graduating. Still, Rhapsody Mm. in Blue has been heard Playing in the performance hall when no one is there. Oh. People, yes. People reported that they will hear piano music in the middle of the night coming from the performance hall, said Lynn McNeil, a folklore instructor and faculty advisor of the USU Folklore Society, still playing, still practicing for the graduation that she will never get to have. So that's oh, I love that they one have of a them. folklore society and they have a I know, class. like what? That's this awesome. is amazing. So, and then a similar story describes a woman, and her name is unknown, destined to play the organ at the senior prom, according to the legends of Logan, Utah. According to the special collections report, the unnamed woman would practice in the old main bell tower. Though she never performed her piece while alive, organ music can be heard coming from Old Main on graduation night. Ooh. So, there's that. 
Ooh, if I I need to learn to play the piano so that when I or the organs when I die, yeah, like haunting like people practice. through music. That's so cool. Seriously, just practice like one song over and over again, yeah. and then when people hear that, they'll be like, "Oh, oh my gosh, you know it's gonna be August by Taylor Swift, and everyone's gonna be like, stop, <laughs> Ghost Jordan, stop Enough. playing Taylor Swift. Stop it's not even us. August." <laughs> See, that'll be part of your shtick as a ghost. Okay. So also on campus are the ghosts that haunt the Kappa Delta sorority house and one that haunts the Phi Kappa Alpha house. So this one was kind of freaky. This reminds me of... Sorry. This reminds me of Scream because it takes place at... Scream 2 takes place in college and they all... Or they're not... I'm trying to remember the boyfriend's in a sorority and then the friend is trying to get Fraternity. the main girl to join a sorority and they all have like uh, those really dorky names. And so, okay, I'm excited yes. for this one. We just watched Scream 2. Yeah. So ready. Oh, you are braver than I. It's okay. not scary. You can do it. You could totally watch it. I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> it's like, I don't, I don't believe in ghosts and all this kind of stuff, but it's like, a comedy. The it's stories a comedy. still scare me. Things scare me. I get scared. Wait, wait, wait. Have you seen okay. like Sweeney Todd since you're such a musical person? No, I haven't. Okay. I was going to say, if you've seen that, you can it's... for sure do Scream because Sweeney Todd's way bloodier, but, um, okay. Scream is just like, it's like funny, bloody. <laughs> Anyway, okay. It's I not like see, ghosts. I have seen I Know What You Did Last Summer years and years ago, when, and I was forced to by my friends, <laughs> and that was too much for me. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I think I have seen I have seen that one. I don't remember. That's more of a comedy too, right? I haven't, I gotta, I I haven't I seen it in know. a long time. But Sarah Michelle Gellar, right? Yes. It's like, yeah. Yes, and like Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah. It's the whole gang. Yeah. Oh, Anyways. Okay, okay, sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm done. Circling back to <laughs> Kappa Delta sorority. Mm-hmm. Um, so their um, house, um, <laughs> the Kappa Delta sorority may house more than just the living. Lights flickering. Yes. Lights flickering, doors slamming, and items moving on their own have all been attributed to the house ghost Patty. Oh, <laughs> which Patty, is a great name I for love that name. Yeah. <laughs> she just likes to mess with people, but it's always don't be stupid kind of stuff, said Cassidy Hill, a Kappa Delta member and a junior in family and consumer science. Like, if anyone is gossiping, like being snotty, that's when the lights start to flicker. If anyone is rolling their eyes during meetings, that's when the lights start to go off. Oh, she, she is like keep... the Leslie Nope <laughs> she... of, <laughs> of the ghost world. Of the it's Kappa. Like, uh-uh. Yeah. She just likes to keep us in line and make sure everyone follows the rules. How Love Patty her. died and came to haunt the house are unclear, Hill said. Though it's believed she didn't die in the house. Rather, residents of room 13 have shared the same dream of a girl in a white dress trying to enter the house. Everyone in room 13 thus far, at least one girl a year, has had this dream where this girl in all white is just coming, Hill said. Like standing on the tree branch outside trying to get into the window. It's not a scary dream. (laughs) Like nobody wakes up scared. It's just she's always trying to get in the house, which I think is probably some kind of prank. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with prank. Where if she's it's like, like a oh, follower. you're, yeah. And it's like, oh, you're a first year. Somebody dress up and stand in the tree. Anyway. Right. Believed to be a benevolent ghost, Patty is known to wander the house at night, often checking on the girls. Both of my roommates will go to sleep around midnight, and I'll come home around one, Hill said. I will close the door, push hard, because with our door you really you push really hard to close it. I'll walk around my bed, put my pajamas on, the door will open. It's always creepy when it opens because it opens real slow. And I'm like, Patty, get out. And she will <laughs> slam the door. No. At oh. least if you, as long as they're okay with it and you can have that yes. humor and, and it's not, not yeah. be scared of Patty. If it's lighthearted, yeah. Oh, that's too funny. <laughs> so the supernatural supernatural fun isn't reserved exclusively exclusively for girls the phi kappa alpha fraternity house has their tale of the eternal brother john levi lichty according to a special collection document authored by former phi kappa alpha member ernest cooper lichty died in a car accident outside the fraternity house in the document cooper wrote of his own experience when he was about to sleep through his final exam but awoke to what he thought was someone singing in his room Cooper believed it was Lichty because the singing stopped when he woke to find the room empty. Ooh. I'm not sure how you connect those dots, but I will let him Interesting. connect them. <laughs> Sarah, are you going to be able to sleep tonight? I don't know. I'm like Ooh. in my basement right now and I'm freaking myself out. <laughs> okay, next up is... The U of U, University of Utah in Salt Lake City. Mm -hmm. um, and this is from an article called Ghost Tales for You, written Cute. by Janelle Hansen in 2015. And it's about the old Fort Douglas area of campus. Oh, yeah. Um, and then some more info is from legendsofamerica.com. For over 150 years, tales of Fort Douglas on campus being haunted have been widely circulated and paranormal encounters told and retold. Campus is a popular spot for paranormal investigation shows and ghost tours, including a paranormal investigations tour offered by the U's Continuing Education Department. Some of these stories might have some legs to stand on, according to Bo Burgess, Fort Douglas Museum curator, who has been collecting an archive of stories from museum visitors. People who grew up here passed through, bringing scrapbooks, sharing their memories and experiences, said Burgess. I got here knowing some of the ghost stories and asked, where's the archive of ghost stories? It's a big part of our oral tradition, so I started keeping an archive of the paranormal stories people would tell me. The stories range from hearing unexplained voices, footsteps inside a building when they are alone, and non-existent cannons firing to seeing apparitions of military men, children, and even a ca cavalry man brushing his horse where the stables used to be, which is now the reserve center located just off Mario Capecci Drive and Hempstead Road. Mm. I've had my own experiences at the museum and a myriad of experiences with the paranormal investigations, Burgess said. I've had kind of spooky things happen and I've had things I'm at peace with. All right. Okay. Um, okay. Burgess says there have been reports of people hearing voices speaking in German 
and EVPs, electronic voice phenomenon, uh, picking up those voices, which Wikipedia describes as sounds found on electronic recordings that are interpreted as spirit voices. Um, The piece of history to back this up, Fort Douglas did become an internment camp in 1917 during World War I, which I'm sure you can guess by now, yeah, held prisoners of war, including many Germans. I didn't realize it was that old. Did you say when it was built? Um, Like 150-ish years ago. That's crazy. Okay. So, yeah, I think it was opened, I was reading a little bit about it, I think during maybe the Civil War. Wow. So it's it's pretty old because I think um, all that land just kind of got purchased or acquired by the university, but the fort has been there a lot longer. Okay. This really does speak to the people who were here before us, said Burgess. We never know the people who are here before us or what happened unless we go looking for it. We're just in this continuum of stories and experiences physically here inside these walls. Some of the most well-known stories center around the resident ghost of Fort Douglas, a Civil War soldier named Clem, whom museum workers insist they've seen or felt his presence. A previous museum curator named Jess McCall was working in a back room and felt the ghost trying to get his attention. What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) Felt the ghost. Look at me. You can't see me, but look at me. McCall said out loud to leave him alone. He was trying to get his work done as the bottle of whiteout he was using got pushed off the desk, dripping everywhere. I don't know if... The kids these days even know what whiteout is, but we'll let them Google it. That's so true. I needed whiteout the other day, and I was shocked that I even had any. Oh, well done. Thanks. Um, But these type of paranormal encounters don't happen at the museum alone. If I really mapped it out, every building here is haunted in some way or has had an experience, Burgess said. And whether you believe it or not... Whether you've experienced or not, that's part of the history. So then it says, though Clem is the most famous ghost of the fort, there are other reports of strange happenings on the grounds at the U. So at Carlson Hall, which houses the history department and the ethnic studies program, a young woman who allegedly committed suicide in the 1930s has been seen walking around the building all dressed in white. Mm. She's also blamed for the service elevator's frequent malfunctions, which wow. that's convenient. Blame it that's on the freaky. Ghost. I don't want to be in an elevator with a ghost. <laughs> oh, right. Especially when it malfunctions. Mm. Um At the Humanities House on Officer's Circle, a young girl is said to roam the building, and others have reported seeing a floating face. Um, Yeah. In Chapel Glen, there have been several reports of a ghostly woman dressed in purple, which has been spied in a gully. Oh. All right. Okay. Um, Wasn't there another... Didn't we couple of years ago wasn't there a lady in purple ghost story the um yeah the uh, rio grande Union St- 
real grand yeah yeah i wonder if that's related related yeah probably yeah um and of course the cemetery is said to have its share of ghosts as well the still active military cemetery houses regular soldiers of the fort and those who were killed in the battle of bear river and german italian and japanese prisoners of war here visitors have reported hearing footsteps of someone or something that isn't there so that's the U of U. Wow. Ooh. Those buildings are very, very old and cool looking, but I had no yeah. idea they were that old. Yeah, that's true. Love it. Okay. Love a good, I love a good uh, haunted war <laughs> story. Yeah. Haunted <laughs> soldiers. It like so ghosts. gruesome, like the most gruesome thing. All right. Yeah. Okay, next up is BYU, Brigham Young University in Provo. Oh, no, that can't be haunted. Uh, I mean, it's pretty holy. Ooh, did your dad so. ever see any haunted things? Well, this the thing is, so these stories, really quick, are from a, a BYU Universe article by Maria Panter in 2013, and it talks about the Harold B. Lee Library where my dad worked, and I was going to call him to see if he had heard of these stories, but he was traveling. And so I'm like, oh, missed that. Okay, you'll have to ask him from my dad. next. Yeah. Yes, I will ask him later. Cool. But, um, yeah, it says among the local legends, the Harold B. Lee Library is noted for the haunted Viola Archives room and the ghost chair in the harp room. So apparently, I didn't know this, that there are, like, music rooms in the library i honestly have never heard of this or sarah been there. i you should be i mean i haven't been to the whole library but again <laughs> kidding. my dad probably knows everything anyways so myrna layton she's the music and dance section public service manager said the ghost chair first appeared about 10 years ago in the International Harp Archive Room. The chair stood out to the librarians because it was completely different from the other chairs in the harp room. The ghost chair has a tall straight back and is covered in cushioned fabric while the other chairs are plain wood. We would move it out into the hall, Leighton said, and someone would move it back overnight. And honestly, my first thought was like the cleaning people. (laughs) Yeah, like, okay, that's not... They're like, stop putting this chair in the hallway. (laughs) But um, Leighton also said the ghost chair is mentioned in a book by Linda Dunning called Restless Spirits, Utah's Small Town Ghosts, which is available at the library. While Leighton does not believe the ghost chair is actually haunted, she points out it is wrong to assume the chair was a mere oversight by the librarians. In fact, librarians asked each other about the chair to find out who had placed it in the harp room, but no one accounted for it. A mystery since the harp room requires a door code to enter. Okay, that makes it more interesting. Another supposedly haunted location in the library is the Primrose International Viola Archive Room. So it has, I saw a picture and it has in like a case, these really old violas. Um also located on the fourth floor. 
Former employees of the music and dance section told Layton about their spooky encounters in the viola archive. One student told Layton he was shelving some music scores in the viola archive room by himself. As he finished and turned to leave, all the scores he had just shelved fell to the floor. Ooh. Another employee, yeah. Another employee whom Layton described as level headed <laughs> claimed she felt something brush her hand as she turned the lights out. Mm. So, yes, yeah, so she's very level headed. Yeah. A third student told Layton about a creepy experience in the music recordings room. This is my favorite part. The student went to the music recordings room to nap on the floor between the shelves. Yes. She, yes. You go take a nap. Yeah, you need she a nap. She heard, yeah. She heard sneaky footsteps coming towards her and she thought it was a coworker, Layton said. The student tried to ignore the presence, hoping they would get bored and leave. When the footsteps did not retreat, she opened her eyes to see who it was, but no one was there. Ooh. That's right. She was probably also very level-headed. Yes. (laughs) All of these people are level-headed. Completely insane. Um, That's a really... That's... Yeah, that'd be creepy. Yeah. So maybe the library is a little bit haunted. I'll fact-check that with my dad. Um, Yeah, what if he just has, like, so many stories to tell you, but you just had never asked him about (laughs) a haunted thing, and he knows you're a little chicken? Maybe, <laughs> even though I actually know he'll probably just roll his eyes when I ask. Yeah, probably. I'll <laughs> be like, are you seriously asking me this right now? <laughs> Anyways, and there's also reports that the Mazer building um, is haunted. I couldn't find, like, specific stories, but it was built um, on a former cemetery that was called Temple Hill. So, yeah, and there's, like, rumors that there's still people buried under there there's some people that are like no they were all moved to the provo cemetery um so i don't know what all that is i have had classes in the Mazer building before and it wouldn't really surprise me if it was haunted to be quite honest <laughs> oh good um it's a really old building on byu campus anyway so the last University on my list is SUU, Southern Utah University in Cedar City. Mm -hmm. Um, And there was an article written by Abby Wyatt in 2016 about four ghosts that haunt the campus year round. So, I mean, like we said, they're not just coming out at Halloween, folks. Yep. All year round, 3 a.m. All year round. Or when you're taking a nap in the hall. Yep. Trying to go to sleep. Stuff like that. Okay, so the first one is Virginia Loomis, and she is SUU's most famous ghost. She has haunted Old Main. So this campus also has a building called Old Main, <laughs> like USU. USU, yep. Congratulations. Apparently that's a, that's a thing. <laughs> okay, she has haunted Old Main since it was built in 1898. The legend tells that she was murdered by her boy. This is kind of gruesome. She was murdered by her boyfriend in a quarry just east of Cedar City. The killer, Stephen Farr, fled town and was never found. Virginia's body was, yeah, Virginia's body was discovered draped over a large boulder, which was covered in her blood. 
coincidentally, that same boulder was made into some of the bricks that built <laughs> Old Main. What? Causing her spirit no. to be forever tied to the building. No, they okay? couldn't find another boulder. I know. They had to use the one, one boulder that she was like, murdered yeah, on. It's a little Ooh. bloody, but we'll hold it That is down. some bad juju. Okay. It's not even over yet. Okay. So, Dr. George Spear, professor of parapsychology, is that a thing? At the University of Utah, was hired by university officials in 1948 after poltergeist activity in Old Maine terrified the community. His research diary states that the enraged Virginia was finally able to exact revenge when Stephen Farr returned to Cedar City as a janitor. Oh my gosh. This this story is great. On his first day of work, he was allegedly lighting the old coal furnace in Old Main's basement. Wait. So he was a janitor for the school. For the school, but remember how they're like, he was never seen from again. Yeah. Well, apparently he came back. He's never seen from again until he had a job. Until he needed a job and he needed money. Yeah. So he returned as a janitor. Okay. So on his first day of work, he was allegedly lighting the old coal furnace in Old Main's basement when something caused the furnace door to slam shut on his arm. Yes. He burned to death, (gasps) unable to wrench free, becoming, this is a a terrible line, becoming the human torch that burned Old Main to the ground in 1948. No, this cannot be real. (sighs) They just used the phrase human torch. Human torch. And with the the stones that still had her blood on them, he was buried. This is too perfect. More. Why do we not all? This should be in Utah history if this is real. This is this is a pretty intense story. So some witnesses claimed to have seen Virginia laughing in the flames as her murderer received his punishment. Well, Doctor Spear, yeah, Doctor Spear found a human skeleton in the burnt remains. Old Main was rebuilt. But Virginia continues to haunt the building. One of the bricks tainted with Virginia's blood is kept in the special collections section of the library. No. If you ask about the brick, the librarians are more than willing to show it to you. What in the world? Oh, oh my gosh. This is insane. That is nuts. Please tell me they rebuilt the old main with the ashes of the human (laughs) torch. ashes. Of the torch. Of Stephen Farr. Mixed in into the bricks with the blood. Oh, and my gosh. And now, does he haunt the building, too? Because that would S-U-U. make you. You guys better. are awful. That is crazy. I ne- I've never yes. heard that. Isn't that? Yeah. Bonkers. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, moving on from that. Whew. You can't top it. Deep story. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... According to a newspaper article from 1983, Old Main's second ghost we're, the, we're still at SUU? Yes. And there's a second ghost named Stephen Farr? 
It's not weirdly. Oh, yeah. It should be. He's like he. Not. He's like I'm getting out of here. <laughs> he's like peace out. I'm yeah. leaving Virginia again. Yeah. Okay. So Old Main's second ghost belongs to a high school student from the 1930s who would practice her favorite song, Deep Purple, on the third floor piano. I had never heard of the song Deep Purple. I had to Google it, and all sorts of stuff comes up when you Google that. But if you type in, like, 1930s, a song comes up, and it's a fine song. But what is it with purple and lady ghosts in Utah? Oh, yeah. Um, Purple is the thing. I don't know. Yeah. Um, It says, one fateful day, she was discovered dead midway through the song, still sitting on the piano bench. Oh. Um, After her mysterious death, many people claimed they heard music coming from the top floor of the building. It continued even after Old Main was rebuilt. These ghosts. Virginia wanted a buddy. Like to to hang on. Yeah. She wanted a song. Mm -hmm. So the music was always the same song, Deep Purple. I don't know if people would even recognize. I don't know. Maybe that's back in the day. Because if you heard this song, I don't think you would go, oh, that sounds like Deep Purple. (laughs) I For sure. It's not like Blue Moon or something that everyone's familiar with, right? Right. um, Perhaps frustrated, she passed away before her recital. She Mm. remains on campus and continues to practice for the performance that will never come. So there you go. That's that's ghost number two. All right. Deep purple. Okay. Ghost number three is uh, SUU's third resident ghost. Dr. John Lawrence Seymour resides in his very own office in the special collections section of the library. I think libraries are just haunted. Is that just apparently kind of a yeah. standard? Yep. Um, he was a famous American composer and playwright who spent the last 16 years of his life as a librarian at SUU. When oh. he passed away in 1986, Many people believed he didn't want to leave the campus and the students he cared about so much. So Dr. Seymour stayed. Um, oh, I was that's in... what the students like to <laughs> tell themselves. Yeah, they're like, oh, he loved we us. We were so good. He loved us. Yes. Um, I was in a special collections. I was in special collections by myself one evening when, out of the corner of my eye, I saw something dark floating off the ground, said Alicia Brown. It passed through the room where I was and went around the corner, fading away. It was as if I could only see the bottom half of his figure. I thought to myself, okay, it's time to go home. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's maybe the only person who has seen him. I don't know. That's the only story they I have like of someone yeah. seeing him. He seems harmless. He's a librarian. Yeah, yeah, he we'll see. Give, I mean, we'll that's where that's where he'll that's where he'll he would choose to be. Yeah, he just wants to stay there forever. Mm-hmm. Okay, the last one is, or the la- the last two well known campus ghosts haunt the tunnel that connects the old outdoor Adams Memorial Theater 
to its dressing rooms under the auditorium theater. Rumors have circulated around campus that there is a man and his child or several children who whistle and recite lines from plays. Perhaps they were actors who once performed in the theater and after passing away return to the stage. So Ooh, that would be creepy. A lot of per- yeah, a lot of performers. But to hear yeah. someone like muttering lines, that's way creepy. Or whistling in like a tunnel. Yeah. No, thank you. Um, but yeah, there you go. There's Ooh. some spooky uh, campus stories. I will... love it. I am going to that library and I'm, or, or the, yeah, the library that has the, the brick. The SUU. Yes. I know. I want to see the brick. Somebody go see the brick. <laughs> tell us. Somebody in Cedar City. Go. Yeah. Tell um, us. Tell us if you, if they still have it and if, yeah. yeah. That's wild. But, and I would like to say that there were so many ghost stories from our um, alma mater <laughs> at UVU. There were? No, I could not find a single one. Oh, there were. There were not. Okay. There were zero. Yeah, it's um, it's too new. I think it's not. It's too young. It's not old yeah. enough. It wasn't built on pioneer cemeteries or old prisoners of war. It just right. Wasn't the, it's not. It that was a trade school. People got in and out just like we did. Yeah. Exactly. No one's gonna hang around. There's. There might be some disgruntled folks, but I don't think they're hanging around that campus yeah um yeah cool that was awesome thanks sarah yeah you are welcome that was fun and way to like dig into some scary stories and just you did me proud thank you (laughs) yeah this is as uh spooky as it's getting i mean i'm still creeped out by some of those stories so it's creepy for sure that's awesome Thank you for listening to this episode of Utah Famous. To see all our episodes and what we're up to, follow us on Instagram at Utah Famous. We'd love to hear from our listeners, so don't be shy. Email us at utahfamous at gmail.com. And if you have some spare time, please rate and review our podcast so other Utah enthusiasts can find us. And don't forget to subscribe so you can get our latest episodes right when they come out.